0: The Necronomicon no awaits.
1: A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly
0: obvious. <laughs> I told you I would find you. pass
2: Fast, fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be
0: a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime.
2: What's your
1: name? Why? What? what is your name?
2: We
0: are men of misfortune. Shaking everybody, my name is Thomas, and thank you so much for tuning in to another interview over here at Avisa Radio. Where I sit down with bands who I talk to on the radio show, and we cover what's good in life, what's good in music, and everything in between. It is a guaranteed, genuine, wholesome, good time found right here. If you want some great shit? Look no further, man. Avisa Radio has got you covered. Except this time, I'm not interviewing any bands. I finally, finally get to sit down with three boys from Dubuque, Iowa, with a podcast called Men of Misfortune. Now, personally, I don't really listen to the podcast stuff. I used to mess around with all kinds of like Joe Rogan shit and Tom Segura stuff, and it wasn't really clicking. It just really didn't hold my attention. I went as far as to look for like indie stuff, like smaller things with like more natural chemistry and just more engaging content in general. Couldn't really find it until a Mr. Tyler Campbell, fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. Got a hold of me and was like, How did you find interviewing the mutilated by zombies guys? And I was like, They were good. Who is this? Men of misfortune. What's all this shit about? And I looked them up and I finally got some wicked ass content that not only holds my interest but keeps me waiting for the next episode to drop every fucking time. I love what these guys do, man. It makes me feel like I'm in the room surrounded by my friends talking about shit that I'm just down with. And they cover everything, man. They do band interviews. They got this really wicked segment called Morning Cup of Chaos, my personal favorite. Uh, they do an anime deal. I'm not going to get too much into it. You really got to do yourself justice and check it out yourselves. If you want awesome content, feeling like you're palling around with some really good friends, Men and Misfortune is exactly what you're looking for. Anyways, I've been looking forward to talking to these guys for like half a year now. Today's the motherfucking day. Men and Misfortune, baby. Yes all right gentlemen i'm so happy that i got to sit in front of you guys finally like after like half a year into megan
3: oh yeah absolutely man it's 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 been a long time and i'm glad we're finally making this happen yeah
0: i'm not ignoring you by the way i'm just doing levels and stuff oh you're doing i know i'm an audio guy too man i totally get it i got all my presets saved and all my fucking shit is just like a software click of a button kind of thing i've kind of abandoned. The hardware situation, like the board in front of you, it's all digital now. Like super.
4: That would be nice. I will say having more than five people is kind of difficult to save presets because they'd be yeah. moving around and switching mics and shit.
0: Yeah. I you get that. Must have have need for like a third hand for sure, man, if you're the audio guy. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah I think
0: okay. But uh, anyhow, anyhow, I'm really looking forward to fucking sitting down with you guys. A half year, like I said before, uh, before I get into all this stuff, I just want to say thank you very much. For the great content i had come up with a um, like a video like a little intro thing before like that i put before i post all this shit Mm -hmm. saying how i never really watched podcasts and i dicked around with like joe rogan stuff and the tom segura shit and it Mm -hmm. wasn't really captivating it didn't really work for me and i was kind of at a loss until tyler reached out and was like how was that mutilated by zombies interview and i was like who it was great who's this what's been a misfortune and then uh and all of a sudden a couple of weeks later after that like by stacking all of your earlier shit you know i've been listening to you guys as soon as the episode drops up into today you know what i'm saying
3: that's that's actually how i found you uh mutilated posted a uh, you posted a picture of mutilated and i was like oh that's dope i'm going to use this for promotion and i did and then uh josh reached out to me and he was like yo this other content creator used this this isn't ours and i was like i gotta talk to this fucking guy because this is this is some sick shit dude yeah and i love i love your intros dude your openings like the little monologues you do about the the group uh you know what you're excited about what they do i think that's fucking cool as fuck oh thanks man thanks no problem i'm
0: glad it comes across as a as a engaging i mean i'm just a fucking schlub who says some shit about the band and like hopefully people tune in i'm glad that you guys really do enjoy it the whole oh yeah i don't have fucking uh multiple people in my pies here or multiple fingers in my pies here that sounds kind of fucking weird to say it but uh (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, like i mean it's just me doing my own thing you know what i'm saying um I, I i do the radio show on my own that's all mixed by myself live and then this shit all the graphics and all that stuff's done like all the lighting setup it's all just me i would love for it to like kind of take on like some extra personnel but i don't know if i have the room to fucking involve anyone at this point man my life is just needs like a 28 hour day and an extra day on top of the week
3: so, like when we started, we only had oh, we'll probably we'll save this for the show, but we only had four people when we first started, and then Riley moved down, and then we kicked <laughs> the member out, and then we kicked the member out, and then we went from doing that to um adding we needed help uh with editing because we were doing three shows, and we I didn't like the idea of Mason working just constantly all all the time.
0: Oh, dead mic? Yeah. Possibly.
1: No, hopefully
3: not. Anything we just, just ignore use. me. I was yeah, going to say, can... if anything, I can get one of the other mics pulled up.
0: Hello. Hello. Ain't no thing, too, man. Like, I mean, I, I can easily chop and screw stuff together, so it seems a little bit more seamless. Otherwise, I just let it ride. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what Boop. Is
0: that it?
4: Uh, I mean, there we go. You know, there we go. I like it.
2: Yeah, the three. Is. was
4: playing with this before me
2: was not. It's not me. <laughs> it might have been me. Shitface the other night when I was in oh, here. I you press
4: these
2: buttons. I was just Dude. trying to like, I you know, <laughs> ten beers deep, and I'm just having fun. I'm, you know.
0: By the way, your I I felt that your composure on that last show was very well done. I didn't. I have. I wouldn't. If you didn't mention it, you couldn't. Wouldn't put it past me.
2: Oh, the fact that I was
0: hammered. Yeah, oh, he was great <laughs> <laughs> right at it. Yeah. Oh,
2: dude, he was the up. the master of blending. I guess I don't know. Dude, that's the Joe <laughs>
4: Biden had me. I love it. I
2: still yeah. haven't even listened back to it yet. I've been trying to find the time to, but I, I need to do it because I heard it was good. I remember yeah. some of it, but not all of it.
0: <laughs> do you? Oh, do you guys find that you listen back to your shit once it's done or is once it's out there, it's it? I listen to every episode multiple times. Yes, yeah, personally, I, personally,
2: I try to.
3: So I'm a I'm the uh, backup guy. So basically, Mason will Mason or Dylan will send me the episode, and then I'll listen to it three to four times. The first time I'll listen to it just to get past the being a new episode. The second time it's, you know, I'm trying to find any kind of uh, any kind of edits we can do to make that mm-hmm. episode perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the third time it's normally Mason sending me the episode completely done and and fixed up and that that only takes like the next day like by the by the next day everything's all fixed so i normally listen to an episode about three or four times
0: how about like post-release
3: it is all post-release
0: oh this is all post-release
3: yeah it's all post-release i listen to it three times before we even upload it i I have to make sure everything is up to up to standard i will
4: say with I'll, i'll log into my personal spotify and mute it and play one and
0: play the episode just to get, download. Just to get one just to get it gets to get one more viewer
3: <laughs> look no, at fun.
0: Look at one. fun fact i do the same fucking thing with mine hey man hey no shame <laughs> i'm not modest i'll admit that <laughs> yeah fucking uh how um i mean you guys got quite the operation going on there i would think with more people that there's just more uh like stuff to take care of and pre and post and that sort of shit like you guys have a formula behind the scenes in order to go from creating like an episode for like script wise or whatever to releasing said thing. Like you had mentioned before, like before it gets uploaded, like you you, you watch the like the like the, the base of it at all and then you take bring it back to the editing board or whatever and do your thing and then move on. Like, um as it goes, I'm sure you guys like got a tightly wound fucking much improved ship with each episode that gets released but uh like has your formula like improved dramatically since the beginning like it must have oh
2: 100 <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs>
3: uh in the beginning in the beginning it was um mason talon daniel Ooh. and i <laughs> we, Dana, we don't talk about we don't, we, don't uh, we don't talk, talk about him <laughs> That yeah so the man we, who should
0: not be named yeah yes.
3: <laughs> it is it is the ex-member but uh, we um we all started and we didn't know anything about podcasting. Mason was our, our audio guy. Uh, I had an idea for what the show was going to be. Uh, Talon kind of came up to me and he was like, you know, what would be a great idea is if we started a podcast. You know, you really like podcasts. I really like podcasts. We can make this happen. So um, I sat down and I thought about a team of people I could sit in a room with for an hour and have a legitimate conversation. Mason being the first one, obviously Talon. And then from there, we had like Mason would go out of town for an episode, so I bring in a friend, and that friend would be like, "I really like doing this. Can we continue to do this?" Uh, so after doing that for I don't know, six months, five six months of doing it on uh, a radio station here in town called Dub City Radio, we decided to branch off and do our own thing. We started looking for help with writing because I was doing all the writing. Mason was doing all the editing. So after like a solid year doing that it, it got really taxing and we started looking for help and it, it's definitely come a really long way fuck
0: has it ever man i tuned in and like like it's been a, uh, how long do you say you guys have been on it's a year right
3: year and a half it, yeah
0: point. yeah i tuned in uh well when the fuck did i do the zombies interview would have been in the summer i think yep yeah, yeah, I tuned. Absolutely. I tuned. I tuned in in the summer, and then I did all your back catalog that was available on Spotify, and you can see stark improvements, like moving forward, and uh, and it was another compliment I wanted to give that you can tell when something's really gelling with e- with each episode. That's just like fucking does that, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it, it was really hard in the beginning to really figure out like a a base plan for what we wanted to do as a group. Um, Mason was just—he's he, always been my backing supporter since day one. He's like, you know, I—I I, I have a dream, and my dream is to help you out, and cool, you know, man. Like we've done that since day one. Riley showed up, and honestly, I, I couldn't have a better co-host to to help me through all of this.
0: Well done, without man! Without
3: them, the show wouldn't be a thing. Honestly, I—I I might be the the face of this thing, but these guys are the reason why the show continues every day. <laughs>
0: when it comes to like doing co shows like this, man, you're only really as good as your wingman. You know what I mean? absolutely i I know it might sound weird to some
4: people to be but to be honest if they weren't doing this i wouldn't be doing this i would have no interest i I could honestly (laughs)
2: say the same like i really had no interest in being on a podcast whatsoever until tyler told me one day before i moved here like i'm starting a podcast i'm not gonna lie like a little hint of jealousy struck me (laughs) and i don't even know why but it didn't really hit me until i listened to their first few episodes and you know by their standards they think they suck but i was just like these guys are having a lot of fun, and, like, I want to be a part of it. Like, this seems like it'd be a really good time. And then I think, I, I don't know, I did the first episode with you guys, and you were like, you knocked it out of the fucking park. But Fuck, yeah. It. Like, dude, you're... You're you're in like that's it. <laughs> there wasn't so, much of a
3: there wasn't much of a trial process. Yeah. No, weird. not really. All you never. had to do is show up, move down here, <laughs> yeah, and you were on the show. Much.
4: Well, so and like I will say to people that listen to us that always tell us that we like vibe together and everything, it's because we've known each other for so long. That's the main reason. Yeah. why
1: yeah, uh,
3: yeah. Riley, Riley and I have been friends for sixteen years and mason and riley and i have been friends for going on 11 years yeah about 10 11 Mm -hmm.
0: that's what fucking makes the show uh men and misfortune so engaging to listen to man like i fucking can tell you guys have been bros for a long ass time it's uh it's it like i like being a part like i'm not a part of the conversation but i can literally picture myself sitting around you guys and laughing and bullshitting and doing all that kind of stuff that's, with what we, you. that's
4: the point yeah that's Thank what we try you. to do yeah so well, you feel like it, you're there with us it's yeah,
0: seem, it, it's bro. fucking seamless man i look like i mean i'm i'm palling around in my car with you guys when i'm driving fucking the Queensway from work to here like an hour and a half in traffic and it's just enough time to like scrape like get one of your episodes in and i'm there man like it's just a nice gelling formula you can't i can't i haven't i've been looking since i found men of Misfortune to go and find other similar formulas or things that just sort of are like that kind of like engaging like i keep saying that word engaging because it is and then it, it, it's i'm turning it up short you guys are just a blast to fucking listen to i talk about you guys all the time to people who are looking for fresh podcasts
2: Thank, Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that a lot, man. That means a lot. And that's yeah.
3: like, in, in my eyes, that's the biggest compliment we have we get is we feel like we're in the room with you guys. And it's like, that's what we're going for. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Uh, the stories are fun. You know, getting to hang out. This is my this is my bro time. This is my me time. This is this is like what I look forward to every weekend is to get into sit in this room, record an episode, bullshit with my best friends and then call it a day. If I, can, I was, was
4: going to say so <laughs> to go back to what you said that you can't find other ones that like sound like us or remind you of us I, I honestly think it's because we kind of lean into the misfortunate thing and we fuck around and make fun of each other and like we could care less what anybody has to say about us you know and so it's it's just we say whatever comes to our mind, whether it's stupid, wrong, or
0: right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, Pretty much, yeah. That's all that's right. what That sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Thomas. So that's why we all got friends, man. So you can just be fucking yourselves around each other, right? You guys are just yeah. smart enough to slap microphones in front of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, you're, you're like again. The formula is really, really cool. The fucking the topics you guys cover are like, uh, um, um. Fuck. Let me get this out right just like hanging out with a bunch of friends. Like you guys talk about shit that you're totally into. And it's just, it's a super huge bonus for you guys and for the listeners like myself to know that like the stuff that you're talking about is legit. Interesting. Like the morning cup of chaos, personally, my fucking favorite. I just, I fucking, your guys's last episode, Shabrikyo is fucking dope, man. What a piece of shit.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's actually, uh, I've been talking about doing that episode since, uh, I want to say New Year's of last year we were all sitting outside and I was talking about how I really wanted to start diving into cults because we we normally take a break uh during winter we normally have christmas shut down and then we normally have summer shut down where we're off for a month or uh, two two months you know whatever we can to like you know recuperate get our mental state back in line and um we sat around I was like you know I really want to start covering cults cults are my favorite. I love learning about them. I love how they start, how it goes from just this one big giant steamy pile of shit into this massive massive fuck up and it's it really interests me. That's 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 basically why we started doing these shows. Why we had anime because the three of us genuinely love anime, the stories, the stories is just how we, you know, bullshit and and get to jab at each other. And um, morning cup of chaos is is all about the the true crime and and things that go bump in the night.
1: Yeah,
0: fucking bump, they definitely go, man. Like that shit is a really cool topic. I personally like. I've I think I've gone through years of like wikiing like World War II and Nazi Germany and stuff and uh and like uh those topics like <laughs> those topics i'm
3: not weird i'm not weird thank <laughs> you Thomas. Say, that's
0: fuck no man we're all screwed up in the head is there it's what it's was how you last it's...
3: episode we
4: were saying you were saying he used to go yeah. to the library or whatever yeah. you No know, watch the history channel watch the me.
3: history Channel.
0: <laughs> no. what's yeah. wrong with that man make your own goddamn normal that's what's normal that's true <laughs> that yeah fucking uh oh actually um speaking of like your guys is like like the morning cup of chaos in the in the anime segments i kind of wonder too like when you guys are coming up with these particular segments to josh over was there anything like like, didn't really make the cutting floor you know what i mean like did you guys try something out and it didn't work Uh i know i have i've got history (laughs) oh yeah this is a good Uh, question
2: i was gonna say we've definitely had some failed episodes where we had to scrap them because we just we're either unprepared or the main reason is we usually just get too fucked up and then try to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) About
3: the Hunter x Hunter episode. We,
2: we try to cover, um, one of our favorite animes, Hunter x Hunter. And I think the biggest problem with it was, like I said, we were way too fucked up and there was just too much table talk the whole time. And we kept, um, we tried to make it spoiler free, but Tyler being the, the spoiler fuck he is was uh, literally yeah. spoiling everything <laughs> the whole entire time. It's it's so it was just two hours of us trying to like backtrack and like get everything in order and we're all just hammered. And it just didn't work. So we're just like, ah, we're gonna shelve that one. Maybe Patreon, maybe just it never sees the light of day. <laughs> it, it was
3: the latter of the two. Yeah. That's the hardest part about doing anime. Like, true crime, like, you can talk about it. There's a linear story right in front of you. All you have to do is tell the story. Right. The mom, it's you're just reading off of whatever fucked up website we find. Uh-huh. Anime. Anime is difficult because we try our hardest not to spoil the show itself because we genuinely want people to check out these animes we want people to watch this show we want people to understand what we're talking about and what we fell in love with but at the same time talk about the important things without giving too many spoilers and then
2: it's it's hard to summarize like a whole show that's like 200 episodes within an hour There's only so many things you can talk about without giving too much away. So
0: that's a good point. The breakdown would be fucking crazy. And also like booze on top of that.
2: Yeah, exactly. So things get scattered, things get brought up five different times. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's difficult. So uh, lately we've tried to be a little more formulaic with it and try to outline certain things on paper beforehand and go Uh based off that, um, we tried that with an episode what was it like two weeks ago and i'd say it went a lot better than it usually does like things were a little more in order and <clears throat> i think we got the message across as far as like the show and what we like about it so
4: yeah good i, I will also think i think he was asking us if we had any ideas that met the chopping block that
1: oh, or, for for
4: no. an actual like you're right i was go. but i, interest, Sorry. I, I like this like, i like the sidebar <laughs>
3: uh so we we did hunter hunter no
4: no he's talking about like actual shows like mcock mom and anime Oh. and i was gonna say to be completely honest with you i don't think so i think these three we came up with and they were like the first three we actually like felt passionate
2: about we do have some other ideas we just haven't really acted upon them yet some Mm -hmm. of them are in the works um some of them we've kind of shelved for now because we're doing some reorganizing as far as cast goes but that'll sure sure
4: I was, so. When we were coming up with the ideas, I'm the acronym man, so I was trying to think of really funny acronyms, and those ones were good, so we <laughs> so we kept them.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so Thank I you. came up with I came up with Men of Misfortune. Mason came up with, and now I mention everything. And a morning cup of chaos. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he you...
4: just kind of, I didn't come up with it. That was just kind of what it was called. We just yeah. agreed upon that. I think. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I
2: think we had a conversation about it actually, yeah. like you and I did at your house.
3: Like what what were we going to call this true crime show? Because originally, yeah. when we were doing.
0: Oh shit, 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 shit. Oh shit. <laughs> God damn it. There we go. Sorry about that, boys.
2: No worries, man. Shit happens. Uh, uh, so I understand. It will randomly just cut out sometimes for no reason. Oh, Dude, the fuck
3: it. Got mutilated. The, uh, the telekinetic yeti interview we did that was a fucking horror show yeah even
2: the one was all messed up i had to call my internet company because i have fiber satellite internet which makes no sense to me that's just like an oxymoron in itself but um yeah i had issues for like three months and i finally called them i'm like dude what the fuck is going on like i pay you guys religiously on time (laughs) like oh we got to rebeam your satellite signal and then i haven't had problems with it since so
0: my situation, really? my situation is not fucking good here, man. I uh, I actually don't have an internet provider, per se. Uh, I live in an old shit box built in the 50s, and I kind of live in my set with a bedroom attached to it. And um, this place has seen floods and all kinds of crazy shit. And one day in September, I lost internet, couldn't figure it out. Technicians came down and told me that the wires and, and the walls, in which feed the uh, units and shit, had just corroded and gave away.
2: And, oh, shit.
0: and, and they need and they need to rip the fucking walls apart. Also, they're tearing this building down in like a year or two to make way for fancy new condos and shit, because it is downtown Toronto. And oh, okay. uh, and when the and the, when the technicians passed the repair bill off to uh, the people like the people in the city who deal with this, they were like, we're leveling this building in a year. I'm like, fuck this guy. He's not getting Internet essentially is what that is. Wow.
2: That's so so,
0: so this whole fucking project of mine is spotted from my phone nice oh, hey man yeah and that was the first time that happened here too uh i was interviewing byzantine a couple of uh, a couple of months ago and his he was in his studio and his internet shit the bed <laughs> so uh you know i guess the technical difficulties plague is not lost on everybody thank fuck Oh no shit
3: oh yeah this whole like video experience thing is it is so it is so fucking stressful from the moment it, we announce that we're doing a video interview or You know, we're just talking with another because we've got like, I think like four collabs already set up for this year that it's going to be through video. Like Riley and I are doing a a horror YouTube channel. There's another there's another couple of YouTube podcasts that we're going to be on just to, you know, spread the word of our show. And it, it straight up stresses me the fuck out. From, yeah, from, I, yeah i hear
0: ya. i hear you the only thing that stresses me out about doing this shit is is my, is my fucking shady ass like bumpkin country internet gonna hold out and fucking you just never know you know what i mean i've had it shit the bed on the fucking radio show like it just shot the bed here like it's a roll of the fucking dice man
2: i hear you dude. trial and error every time for us like i swear <laughs> it's oh, yeah. like when we think we've got to figure it figured out we don't like it shit just happens so well it's
0: the it's the technology today man like what are you supposed are we to too, fucking do are we right. too
3: old thomas are we did we miss this did, are we too old
0: no, no no i do i don't think so slash i'm not willing to admit it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i
0: i i my generation was i had two tv channels growing up and if it was raining real hard you would get three i fucking i i shit in an outhouse until i was five uh no, I'm not old.
2: <laughs>
1: not
0: old.
2: Not
0: oh, old. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, know, it's super stressful, um, you know, but it is what it is. You'll put up with the internet connections uh, and, uh, and the labor of love that you and I both share.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The same guy that... Uh... See for our show, like we we don't need the internet as much. Like the only time we really need the internet is when we're finishing up and sending episodes out. Yeah. And then it's and then it's pretty crucial. But other than that, like doing video, uh, presentations and stuff with your with your show, that's got to be fucking stressful, fuck,
0: dude. Yeah, it fucking sucks, man. I'm never really worried about like the conversation or the, the the questions or the shit I'm gonna say. Like uh, it's just it's just yeah, it's my fucking gear gonna hold out or is, sorry is my internet gonna hold out that's the only thing i'm not worried about anything else but uh it, whatever the fuck it happens you know what i'm saying you don't skip a beat oh yeah just keep on trucking
3: oh yeah. yeah all right so yeah. where were we at
0: i don't fucking remember we were talking about uh <laughs> we were talking about um your guys's uh segments and stuff and have any I'd ever made like the, the chopping block and then internet shit the bad i think that's where okay. we were at yeah we, uh, so, yeah.
2: yeah, we kind of covered that. Basically, like I said, we've got things that are in the works, but there's been some other ideas we've had that we've kind of shelved at the moment, because like I said, we're rearranging casts and stuff like that. So right. But right now, I think we're basically just trying to focus on keeping content for the shows that we already have because orchestrating just us getting together sometimes is a fucking nightmare between seven people. Like, it can be very annoying and stressful (laughs) and people change their plans last minute and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you know it's just like you said labor of love so it it just kind of ties into like the whole thing we do itself um i mean there's times where we have to skip weeks of recording and that'll set us back like fucking crazy so um right now we're just trying to keep it simple and be like let's just stick to these three shows we do have one confirmed that's coming up but Basically, it's only going to be handled by one guy, so it won't really be much on us.
3: You guys want to talk about it?
2: Not really. Not, not, not at the moment, no. Okay. No. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be secret about it. Okay.
3: <laughs> Secrets make the best friends. Let's go. But
4: I, I will say uh, my big thing about everything that I want to make sure that we do moving forward is I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. That's exactly. just my thing. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not about that, so...
0: Yeah, that's a that's a thing that you definitely have to watch when you're going forward putting out content. I uh, I'm very selective myself in terms of what I'm willing to say out there in the world because once it's out there, it's a real thing now, and you have to exactly. be able to deliver. Yeah, right. um, and then also there's like you know a matter of like personal pride saying you're going to do something and it's got to be done. Doesn't matter what kind of obstacle you really got to work past in order to do that. You don't want to. I find I don't want to let myself down by saying I was going to do something, whatever the fuck it is, and it wind up not happening. You know.
4: Yeah, that's yeah, why I think yeah. moving forward, we I think at least I think we should like get ahead with the times. Because when we first started, we were usually like a week or two ahead, and since we've been doing so much, we kind of it's now weekly when we release the stuff. Yeah, but I think moving forward, I just I want to make sure if we announce something, it's either almost done or basically or like is done, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that's it's because you know I like you said, you know how it is when you, when you promise something, it can feel stressful on your pride until you get it done. Sure. Know?
0: Sure. When I'm uh when I'm doing the interview thing, um, it's pretty much under wraps until uh I have a date like locked in, and then I'll drop the name on a radio show, yeah. And then that sort of like puts it out there a little bit, but I don't do any more um I think aside from the little thing I did with you guys uh, uh mentions of a particular interview up until it's actually done. You know what I mean? I don't really go too far into like who it is or what I'm going to be talking about because I just want to make sure I have it 90% of the way there and and I know nothing's going to fuck up or any crazy shit's going to go down and it's just a matter of me literally taking the digital file to my friend's place because he's got lots of internet and I have to ration my shit out (laughs) (laughs) just to upload it. You know what I mean? And at that point is is when I start to announce things.
4: No, it's funny you say that because out of the three of us, I have the best internet and yeah, I live, yeah, in, I live so. in a shitty trailer. So, like, they've brought their PlayStations <laughs> over to like download games and stuff. Yeah.
2: Mason's the internet kingpin out of the group. So,
0: dude, man, real friends share the fucking digital age, dude.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. all the so, internets. He's always dude, He's very gracious with it. I, I've <laughs> got five all five the
0: internets. <laughs> Take
1: my <laughs> picture. <five minutes.
2: laughs> like, dude, you know, that game would download faster if it was at my house. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs>
0: So whose fucking whose pad am I looking at right here? Like whose setup is this?
2: This uh this would be my house.
0: This um, is your fucking place, man?
2: This is my safe space in here.
0: I guess you could say. <laughs> it looks great. Like you guys got a good feng shui going. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Yeah, it's a blend of anime, music, and just other random shit that I own and that uh everybody else has kind of contributed to the studio over the last year.
0: Yeah. So do you uh if you want, I can like do a 360 if you want to see it. Sure, yeah. Let me take a fucking look around, man. I've only Come had out, little, out, little, out. little peaks and stuff like that. I'm all about aesthetic, man. Any kind of, any kind of place that like fosters creation uh, f- um, fosters creativity, is something that I'm definitely uh like big on, man.
3: So when we first started doing the studio, uh, we were originally, we were originally at uh, uh someone else's house. And I, I had the idea that we needed not me personally, but I, you know, we had the idea that we needed some kind of safe spot, some kind of spot that was that represented us, that you know, looked cool whenever we did video interviews and, and video shows and stuff like that. So uh, Riley Mason and I put in I, I hours of fucking work into this just this one room uh, between the, shows. the posters and the the. <laughs> I, like, I don't even get me started on these fucking tiles man I, I i have i have hung up these fucking tiles i don't know 50 60 different fucking times and they
2: finally managed to stay through trial and error we've oh those
0: it. bitches drop on you
3: oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah we've had them do it in the middle of fucking episodes where we're recording like doing a video interview you just see them falling in the background we're like well this is fucking embarrassing that's yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs>
3: real professional. Real professional. Yeah. <laughs> here's proof uh, yeah here, here's one right there yeah right
2: here there's the yeah there's the sticky pads <laughs> that failed i had, I had, we, had
3: to... we actually had a whole episode i'm not sure if it was before mcock became what it is now uh,
2: where were we count? we were Rating, counting down tiles, yeah, tiles we to
3: take, drink. yeah we started yeah we would drink fell. every time a ceiling tile would fall it yeah, was, was fun good times
0: I uh I had the same fucking thing happen to me. I had some of the sound pr- uh, acoustic treatment above my head doing a radio show, and it's like the big one by fours, and they dropped right on my motherfucking head, man. Boof went the microphone. <laughs>
2: that was suck.
0: Wasn't on tape though, so that was nice. Ah. Yeah, I would sell that shit as a Patreon deal. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm all about the aesthetic. It's 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 fucking like a comfortable place brings out like comfortable conversation or just comfortable uh, people you know what i mean and that leads to whatever the fuck too i've always been down with checking out other people's studio spaces and shit ever since the byzantine episode i was like who okay i'm talking to somebody but where actually are they you know what i mean like what are they actually sitting in and so i just wanted to say i i appreciate the the forethought into your guys's uh little uh fortress of uh squalitude going on there
3: (laughs) (laughs) thank you man thank you yeah definitely means a lot we 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 love this room
0: yeah yeah. fucking um this room's great too i grew up with plants in my life and like that's sort of reminds me of home i'm in a concrete jungle right now downtown toronto's all gray and fucking dog shit everywhere and crack has run all over the place
3: sounds, and, like, uh, home. Yeah, sounds, sounds like, like home it sounds like
2: home definitely sounds like where tyler and i are kind of from so yeah <laughs> oh yeah where are you guys where are you boys from again um so for me, I'm basically from central Illinois, like around Champaign, Illinois, like right around the border of Indiana. Pretty much from the from when I was born till I was like 13, I lived in small towns within like a 45-mile radius, but then by 13 I moved to Danville, which is actually where I met Tyler, and I ended up living there from 2006 until 2021. And it is probably one of the
0: worst places on earth.
2: Have you ever <laughs> heard of Danville?
0: <laughs> nope, never heard of it. I don't know my I don't know my America at all. That's fine. Okay, hey. yeah, that's that's. <laughs> if not... you if you ever
2: just want to Google like the top twenty worst cities in the U.S., Danville is it's almost okay. it's on that list. Yeah, no shit. Right? Yeah. So tons of videos out there of like top ten worst cities in Illinois. Danville is mentioned on there every like, single time. Yeah, yeah, every time. Like you have
3: a one. 36% chance of being a victim of a crime whenever you live in Danville <laughs> is that an official stat bro. that is a statistic yeah, that
2: is, is, is fact 1 in 36% <laughs> But oh my I god I, I, as much as I hated growing up in Danville I don't regret it because I got to meet this fucker yeah. and what was cool was when I met Tyler we found out that like we were way closer than we even realized because like his mom used to babysit for my grandmother and they were from the same town, the town, one of the towns I actually grew up in. And then one of his cousins was actually one of my parents, best friends. That was also from that town. We, so like, it was just, it was just like, wow, it's a small fucking world. Yeah. Like. <laughs> we started becoming
3: friends. And then I, I talked to my mom about this and I was like, yo, I made, I made a good friend today. And she's like, oh yeah, who's this? And I was like, Riley Wallen. And then my mom, <laughs> met his mom. And she was like, i know your entire family and that kind of like we start asking questions and then bada bing bada boom we have like this was destiny this riley and i's (laughs) friendship destiny riley or mason and i and riley mason and i i don't that's just fate that's just that was
2: i got a job at a grocery store called meyer in danville like back in 2013 i want to say and um I, I I was working third shift. That was my third sh- third shift job ever, and Mason just so happened to be my trainer for that job. And he had just moved from a city called Bloomington, Illinois, to Danville because he had you worked at a Meyer there. Because before. I
4: worked at the Meyer in Bloomington, and the one that they were opening out there was was new, yeah. so they needed they every like if you hired someone that wasn't like already in the business, they were gonna be new, so they needed people sure, to go sure. out. So I went out there, and I didn't really get a higher position. I got a I got kind of like a pay bump but they like i was quote unquote the most senior people person there besides the manager you know yeah so. right And on. i just
2: like so happened to get paired with mason and we kind of just started vibing like from the first few nights that we worked together and yeah. like oh well i'm new here i don't really have any friends so like i invited him to come hang out and play some video games with me and he kicked my fucking ass at a game that i've been playing for like two weeks and he's like i don't Oof. even play fighting games for- <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> you know, do this kinda- anymore yeah, right right and that started the grudge yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of just bonded off of that and then i eventually got tyler a job at meyer and then actually, we all just kind of became friends and yeah
3: actually with that it's you got your ass kicked one night and then you called me you're like dude you got to meet this guy named mason <laughs> yeah yeah you beat my acid injustice my you guy's need, to come, over, good? You need cool? to come over and meet this guy and
4: okay hey, if... you need to come over and beat him
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: come and help me out yeah <laughs> oh yeah don't don't make me look so bad like i don't know <laughs> fuck like, yeah man to, I, so go to ahead fin-
4: to finish off everything it is it, it there's a super long story after that because i was with a i had a house out there and i was with my old lady at the time and we ended up separating and she she moved to colorado so i had this big house all to myself so like me and like Four or five of my bros all lived in this giant house, paid like 50 bucks a month. and just, <laughs> We would just yeah. like party every day.
2: Like was... he, he went through a divorce and then I went through a separation because my ex joined the Navy and I was losing my house. Well, my lease was up and I was just like, can I please move in? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, there's like this corner room kind of upstairs. It didn't even have a door or anything. He's like, if you could make it work, you could move in. I'm like, all right, done. <laughs> <laughs> done.
0: Sweet. <laughs> That's Tyler great. You guys are... you, you guys speak really fucking highly yourselves, man. You know how rare that is to find like 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 super tight friends like that. I fucking cut through uh well I wouldn't say I cut through all kinds of friends, but like it's very rare that I'll meet with someone like you said before that it's just sort of like fate, you know what I mean? Um, I've got one friend up here who uh who is definitely fate. His mother put it as providence, actually. We're <laughs> fucking uh, uh they're Christian people and yeah. uh and uh um he and i recorded a death metal album way back in the day and we sort of gelled because of that and uh, fast forward all that stuff he moved out here and then a few years later uh i moved out here and um him and i are trying to get like a like we're, we're in the formation stages of our own like co-podcast kind of thing called uh, the working title is record breakers and uh part of the inspiration for me going forward with that is because our interaction with each other is just like your guys's interactions with each other where it's just you're a bunch of friends who were smart enough to throw microphones in front of each other's faces and uh and uh and capture some of that just like natural vibe and that's lost in all of the fucking podcast shit that i've ever really seen with the exception of you guys again but um i'm trying to recreate that shit right here the, i guess the idea is um Like I said, the working title is Record Breakers, where we take albums, but it doesn't have to be metal or anything. It could be whatever. I think Atlantis Morissette is one of the ones we're going to be picking, Jagged Little Pill. But yeah, great 90s album. And we have like a chalkboard, so it's kind of interactive and we can like write out the things. We'll release some some test footage at some point, but uh, I'll spare you the details. But um, to be able to sit across from people who you really get along with and have a history with and being able to capture that and putting it out there for viewers to take a look at. It's got to be super rewarding. Um, So many people have like tuned into your guys' shit over the last year and some. Um, What is your guys' viewer count now? Like you guys are on Spotify and this and that and all the other fucking things, and you're getting fan mail coming in and all that kind of shit. Like it must be fucking gratifying. You know what I mean?
3: Uh, we've gotten, we've gotten fan mail. We've gotten, we've gotten gifts from fans. We've gotten like a six or an eight pack of kombucha. We've gotten people subscribing to our Patreon now. Uh, it, it honestly is possibly, uh, the most rewarding feeling like in the beginning, like Mason kept telling me like, stop worrying about the numbers. Stop, stop looking at the shit. Stop looking at the shit. This is for us. Good and, advice. Um, I, 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 hyper focus man i hyper focus no matter what it is and you know watching the numbers go up and down and up and down we're we're it is i don't know how to describe it It, it's like pure ecstasy you mean you mean mean the numbers ecstasy huh just just looking at numbers just going yeah man like we did this people are listening Uh, we're, we're currently for the year and a couple months that we're, we've been doing this. We're at 25, 26,000 downloads. God damn. Uh, we have, uh, roughly like 850 followers just on our audio platforms. I think we're up to like, I don't know, 3k on our social medias and stuff like that. If not more due to like Snapchat and stuff, I don't really have like an exact number on all that stuff, but, uh, just, every day it, like i get to look at the stuff and see the following count go up the download count go up you know uh the promoting it's it's so gratifying to me like i, I fucking live for it
0: i bet it is man i fucking i uh, i gotta take a page out of your guys' book i cannot promote myself worth a fuck and i hate posting on social media i hate it but it's a necessary evil necessary in order to get evil, you know? it, yeah, it's, 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 it's a nec-
2: to it's hard to sell yourself sometimes you know like you feel like you're selling out when you're doing it yeah. almost i'm um, I've, I've kind of gotten that feeling like when i'm doing it i'm like ah you know i'm just kind of plugging myself here i feel like i'm being like i don't know not really like selfish but kind of i don't know standoffish or something like that like i don't know
0: sure i, I can un- i can understand that um I, I i can't relate though i mean i have my, my opinion of my, <laughs> no, that's, opi- that's cool. my opinion cool. of myself is pretty fucking good but I, I uh, not to say that none of your guys is. is. I have no idea or, uh, or isn't. But I have no problem with pushing myself on there. It's just that I fucking. This is where that I'm too old shit conversation comes into play. Is that <laughs> I don't want to fucking go on Instagram and do that stuff. I don't want to do the stories thing. I just fucking don't want to. And it it shows in the numbers, which are itty bitty tiny numbers right now. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day at work who uh, asked about my show, and I told him about the show. And he's like, "How? who's watching? I was like, sweet fuck all. And no one's watching. And he was like, do you care about that? And I'm like, not exactly. I'm, I'm kind of like, in, with this thing, I'm just doing it because I like the music and I like the people behind the music. And along with my record collection, I want to have like a drive of these interviews next to it. So if I can show someone or look at it and be like, here's all my music and here's all the people behind the music, I think that all-encompassing sort of thing is rewarding to me in the long run. But the numbers would be fucking nice. And he went as far as to say that uh, sometimes people can grind about doing their own thing for like a long ass time and don't really get any recognition for it, but they're about their thing. And sometimes just like a decade or whatever down the road, not necessarily like this digital age or whatever, it could just be someone's work period, whatever they do, where they toil, you know what I mean? Fucking unnoticed or whatever the fuck. And then towards the end of what it might actually be, some of the right people find it for example and all of a sudden it opens up at the end you know what i'm saying and that could be a thing i guess i'm not really sure but it did kind of it did kind of like i was like ah i like the way that you spin this no numbers thing (laughs) you know what i mean um My, my
3: my best advice for you is is do your show for you don't i mean for us like yeah, I I look at the numbers and I, I am obsessed with the numbers and I'm obsessed with with plugging because I'm a whore. I, I'll straight up admit it. I'm a, I'm a social media whore. I will plug myself. I will have any conversation. It got to the point where my two best friends are like, if you don't shut up about this fucking podcast, I don't know if we can continue this friendship anymore. Really? Yes, it has gotten that
2: bad. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty bad about There's it. There's
1: sometimes time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: It's like can we just talk about how good this weed is right now and not the podcast? Yeah,
3: like, you know, something like that. It, oh it's my- got it, it's definitely hitting levels like that where I, I don't shut up about it and I'm I'm okay with plugging myself and I don't really care. But at the end of the day, I don't do the show for the listeners. I don't do it for these guys. I do it for me. I do it I do this whole thing for me to um you know, just have, have that moment of just, I don't know, uh, humor. I I guess it's like the best way to put it. I just, I just do it for me.
0: I fucking, I, uh, I'm going to take that advice into heart, man. I knew that when I started up this thing that I wanted to, I just wanted to be able to push the music that I was into. Music has been a part of my life forever and I never thought it would, uh, evolve into something like an Aviso radio thing, but, uh, um, I don't know where it's going to go at all. And in order to get anything to where it's going to go, you have to be able to do it for yourself. And if you don't enjoy it yourself, or if you don't push it yourself then like, how are you going to convince other people to look in, you know what I mean?
3: When it starts becoming a job and something that you have to push yourself to do, that's when the enjoyment starts to come out. And that's mm-hmm. when it starts becoming something that's more of a burden than a, than, your, than a pleasure. You know, that's the best way I could put it.
0: Sure. Has has this ever gotten to that point for you guys at all? I mean, I it doesn't. If it does, it doesn't translate in term uh, into the final product.
4: Well, when we're recording, it's business. It's on.
0: You know, it's a job. <laughs> yeah. It's a job. When when
4: when record happens, it does. I don't give a fuck what's going on. I mean, are recording we're, in the studio.
2: We're still ourselves, but you know, we're we're doing it for the show and we're doing it to you know further ourselves and promote. The, yeah, you, know, you can forget about your going. personal
4: feelings for an hour. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, there's yep. definitely days where like uh with my old schedule i'd get off work and we'd record on saturday nights and i'm like fuck i just want no part of this today like i'm tired yeah. of shit so i'd kind of just like you know get over it and do the show and i'd feel better about it at the end pretty yeah. much every time so,
0: every you know, fucking time and every okay. time it's that I, I same here it's just it's, it's, it's just starting to do the thing as one was is, is one deal you know what i mean but once you're actually in it It's good. And then once it's done and you hit stop or end or whatever the fuck, it's finished and you just feel glad about pushing it out there. And it always turns out really good too, for the most part. Yeah.
2: Nine times out of 10, it usually did.
0: Nine Nine times times out of 10, it usually does.
3: Yeah. Normally we can walk away from an episode and go, okay, so I started this whole day in a really shitty fucking mood. Just got off work. I'm fucking exhausted. I didn't want to do this, but now that it's over, I'm so glad that we buckled down. We did the episode and now we have something to laugh at in, you know, a week, you know, this it's, it's awesome.
0: Do you, um, uh, uh slight segue into this, but, uh, when you guys are actually doing an episode, do you have a backbone of a formula in which you follow, like not necessarily a script or whatever, but like, well, I'm... it depends on the show. honestly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Really. That's
3: so for MCOC, Yes. I was going to say, yeah. mcock is a hundred percent scripted. We have a, um, we have somebody that writes our material.
4: Say so the story's scripted, but not necessarily like the banter and like the oh, side yeah, comments. Yeah. yeah. Those are always not scripted. So. It's, yeah, yeah, obviously. obviously yeah.
3: Here in all of our shows, that is 100 percent us the entire time. We're not writing anything down. It's it's I I think that the best way to do it is all organic. Um for the story, it's for, for MCOC mostly. Like anime, we write like maybe a page of information. And that's more of, like, a guideline. So, yeah,
4: like you said, like a backbone. Like, it's something to kind of make sure we make these points at some point during the episode. Yeah, try know. to
2: deliver, like, fun facts that people don't typically know. And sometimes we kind of surprise ourselves with them. Like, it's happened to me a bunch of times. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So, like, it'll be more of a genuine reaction on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, uh, as far as mom goes, um, <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, we usually tyler and jake know most of the stories before we start reading them and then you know i'll kind of look at my phone in the group chat and i'll like pick through them and then we'll just decide like oh this guy is going to read first and then we'll go around the table and you've heard the show so you know how it goes yeah yeah um yeah i would say that one's probably the most unscripted and unprepared aside from us just having the stories that we're going to talk
0: about
3: (laughs) no go ahead I was gonna say,
0: I find that um, the 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 most engaging points is like I can see you guys having like that backbone and like being able to like have something to pull back to once you guys go about what is the most charming part of the show, which is you guys palling around about said thing, and then you come wind up coming back. I uh, I uh, having listened to your guys' show, I I get a vision that's what was going on, so I would have a stem of like say some questions or whatever to ask band and uh it would always navigate towards like uh, or or it would always like go into like a different direction and the conversation would become like supernatural and at a natural ending point for said topic or whatever the case i would have something to go back to and i found that because of listening to you guys and picturing that my flow on camera has gotten a lot better and uh, thank you and, and and like yeah i've been taking notes and uh like for this episode I fucking had like zero questions. I didn't come in here with anything at all. I had, I had nothing, I had nothing. I, I nothing. I was, and I was, I was kind of like, oh fuck, like you didn't, like you didn't have anything. You don't have anything to fall back on. <laughs> and then the internet crashed and I'm like, oh God, what the fuck? But I knew that I was sitting across from you guys and having to listen to you guys for like as long as I have. And being into just you guys's delivery that this would be another seamless awesome joke fucking like time like i feel like i'm actually on an episode of men and misfortune which is fucking sweet <laughs>
1: that's awesome that's
0: awesome. i man. love the enthusiasm that's fucking great so, oh well. yeah
3: it's it's a 100 uh organic i mean i that uh, for our band episodes for our interviews with bands like i i straight up don't know how the fuck you do it Because when we come up to the band interviews, it is the most stressful fucking shit. I, I, I get so anxious. I get so nervous. Not just about the recording. It's, it's like the the talking points. Like, yeah, we can talk about the album that they just put out. We can talk about the members themselves. But like, after that, where do you fucking go? It's
4: always funny with the, with the band interviews. Tyler's always like. It's like, man, let's we gotta ask them about like their music and their instruments and their and the and the album and all this music stuff. And I'm like, I just
0: want to ask them what like their favorite pair of shoes is. Dude, They're that's like, not stupid. That, that's that's <laughs> a not stupid, and B, that's the fucking ticket right there.
4: Yeah, man. I don't want to ask them shit no one else has asked them.
0: You know, yeah, you can go to any other podcast uh thing that interviews bands and yep. they'll talk about the same shit all the time. Most of them exactly. do. I uh I um I don't talk about that stuff again with the stems I'll throw back to like maybe some recording techniques and I'm a studio guy so like and I'll pick things out in albums and most of the uh, musicians I talk to have some studio background so that's always a good thing to go to but when you guys or I'm sorry when I well I guess for all who are interested when you talk to a band that you're into like don't concentrate on the music you're talking there's a person obviously made the fucking music like a person
4: yeah right
0: you talk mm-hmm. to them about them they're just people and uh, after my first couple episodes i just stopped interviewing band people and i'm talking to another person who plays in a band if that sort of makes sense and it, it sort of goes easier too it makes it super fucking easy like um my uh, i was talking to um jesper from jotun and he like lives next to the mountains of norway and we're talking about nature and grounding and shit and and uh-huh. there was a, there was a relation between that we like we barely even talked about the band you know what i mean um i i like if you're going to go interview some people like maybe like i'm not going to i'm not one to give you advice i'm the one who took notes from you but <laughs> to make yourself more comfortable concentrate less on the music man talk you're, like people want to talk about people want to hear about the people behind the music like that, that's that's my yeah. take that's what i would want to hear you know what i mean
3: and uh mason's mason's always big a been a big proponent of that that statement he uh anytime we do the interviews he's always like they're just fucking people like you and i man just relax yeah just fucking chill it's yeah. i for me i don't know man i don't know like if from doing modeling all the way who was our last band telekinetic yeti it never got easier for me it was always <laughs> stressful i fucking i loved it but at the same time at the you know at the end of it i was like oh thank god this is fucking over <laughs> oh you
0: felt the release of it being over?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Hmm. I, uh, I'm not sure how to come across, uh, to advise on like, to alleviate that kind of thing, but I mean, we all stress in different ways too, hey, bro. That's just his personality Oh yeah. when it comes to that. Oh yeah. So.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. When we go to record, I'm here an hour early. I don't even have to be. I'm just here.
0: <laughs> hey, fuck. I, I get that, man. I'm, I'm an hour early for work almost every damn day. That's just who I am. You,
1: yeah. <laughs> you yeah. fucking do.
0: Also, they have the free internet. That's another reason why. I'm <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm not sure what else to say to you guys other than I'm like, I'm having a fucking blast talking to you. I really would look forward to meeting you guys in person someday. I would imagine that I would get along with you guys super well on like a, in like an in-person basis at some point. And I've never been to the fucking States before. So if I'm ever around the Iowa way, I'll be sure to hit you guys up.
4: Man, Do, do you have to get a passport to come here?
0: Yes, I yes, um, and I do have can, a passport,
3: and we can't go up there if we have DUIs. So say, Jake, I know it's something Jake, weird like that. So yeah. Jake couldn't come up here, but everybody else would be fine.
0: You guys got DUIs? Jake's Actually, don't answer I that.
3: Don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a firm no. Got,
3: no, everybody else is good. Jake's Jake's our local alcoholic.
0: Well, I've been uh, I've been fucking about with you. Like you got Iowa's like ten hours away drive. Yeah. Uh, um, that's nothing for me to fucking. Do something like that. I've never been to the states before, ever, like, ever, ever, ever. And
3: Thomas, uh, but if you want to come, dude, we got a spare place for you, man. I
0: was gonna say when modeling came, they stayed with
4: Tyler. Yeah, right? and, like we're cool with like you guys. Fucking control. for real.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted them here so bad because Mason and I love their music so much that I was like, I will let you do anything. Just come, we'll feed you. Like I went. And yeah, got, I cooked for him. Yeah, yeah. Mason cooked for him. He's a fantastic chef uh i i i opened up my home i found the the location where they were going to play i i pumped the the them coming here religiously on all my social media i know it
4: sounds weird but i'm pretty sure he's the main reason that they came here absolutely so, absolutely
3: hey, i it, i fucking i it, it it was such a pleasure and i would feel the same way about you man we've been really? talking for like what feels Boys. like almost a fucking year come on down dude come on down to iowa
0: okay all right uh the, a talk to be continued. I'm coming. I don't know when. Um not in the winter. Make it like no. somewhere warm well, somewhat warmer time, probably. We can take you out, <laughs>
3: we can show you a good time. Yeah, Dude, that
0: would be fucking sweet. Yes. Um I'm 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 swamped with work for the next little while, but like maybe summer or fall or something like that. What's what's Iowa like in the fall? Beautiful. Fall's the best.
4: I will say summer, it can get pretty humid and shitty. Yeah, so Toronto. I don't know how you are with heat, but I personally
0: don't like the heat. So yeah, I know I like the cold, but Toronto's a fucking grimy microwave in the summertime i'm kind of getting used to it now but uh work starts to quiet down in the fall or there might be a pocket in the spring tell you what let's talk let's talk about this uh outside of this interview um but yes i thank you so much for the invite i would love to come to you guys that would be fucking sick
3: so uh something that we're i something that we're really i don't say hyper focused on but it's something that we're that we do ask the people that we do talk to what's your misfortune man i i'm dyslexic riley has a bad heart jake's an alcoholic town's diabetic dylan uh too big of a dick Tom. tom's
4: 20 enough <laughs> yeah
3: tom's got a tom's got a he's he's a, he's an uber nerd and Mason had a stroke what's your what's your misfortune man i gotta know
0: oh my misfortune mm, i'm homesick you're homesick where are you from yeah, I'm, I'm from i'm fucking homesick boys I'm from I'm from an island, a maritime island, or a maritime province called Nova Scotia.
4: Nova Scotia. I know yeah. that. That's the east side, isn't it? Super duper east. Yeah, and, it's
0: way way east, yeah. It, yeah, and I'm uh, I'm from an island of Nova Scotia called Cape Breton. And uh I uh I go home every year, but it's never often enough. I'm making plans to go back there for like a weekend in March. But uh, it is 100% n- well, it's 100% not where I'm at right now. And I mean that literally and metaphorically. Uh, I'm a, I'm a... It's weird feeling... Okay, a, a country bumpkin. And I'm in Toronto with 3 million fucking people. And it yeah. feels... It is lonely as a motherfucker out here, man. Like, I came out here with, like, not knowing anybody except for my one friend with the record-breaker thing I was talking before. And some people that I pal around, around at work with. And, like, I'm a year and a half in still feeling the same fucking way and uh and uh i guess that's my misfortune moving back home is not an option it's not gonna fucking happen right now because there's just nothing there for me i came and tri- uh, chased a career out here at et cetera et cetera and everything is coming up thomas for sure but i'm um, like salt water runs in the veins you know what i'm saying and to be uh, honest
4: with you we're 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 midwest uh Midwest Illinois is kind of like the country, so like there's like cornfields everywhere around us. So, dude, you guys got, got green things.
1: Like
4: yes. Yeah, and like and like clouds and <laughs> shit, and it's not <laughs> it's so, so I was gonna say I would hate to move to Chicago. So I mean, like I feel yeah. you on that, dude. I wouldn't want to be in an urban jungle. So
0: yeah, Toronto's got the character. I I do like it here, but like like nine out of ten people, and that's a statistic, a statistic <laughs> move the fuck home uh, after like branching out for the first time people my age like in their 40s who would like maybe moved out in their 20s and said fuck this and went straight back um because they're like they're rooted in family and and so on and so forth i don't have any of that at home anymore there's nothing there except uh, some land that i own but uh but uh uh, yeah fucking i guess what can i say that's my misfortune boys fucking i want to go home
3: that's a solid one man that's a solid one you're serious you're stuck where you're at but you're you're not happy man is Um, there any
0: no but i'll correct you on that i'm i'm a happy guy um oh oh yeah i'm a happy guy i want to be here like i want to be here it was my choice and i'm sticking by it the career is fucking kicking ass the eviscer radio stuff is doing really really well i'm i'm fitting in really really good with 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 like what i chose for myself but like it's just it's not home it's not home man um do you guys find yourself harking to go back to where you came from at all like i know it's a top 20 shittiest places in North America or in America to be at. But, like, is there any thoughts as to? Going so, I next?
4: will say I wasn't born in Danville. I was born in Bloomington, which is still central Illinois. But I've lived all over the country. I've been to Louisiana, I've been to Oregon, I lived in Maui for a while. But I mean, right now, like, I don't, I'm not homesick just because I'm still relatively in the midwest i'm only like 3 hours from my hometown but like when i was when i was in maui i was homesick when i was in oregon i wasn't because oregon was beautiful i loved living out there so yeah uh
3: for me living in iowa i i when i turned 18 uh i was determined to leave danville as soon as humanly possible I moved in with a girl I didn't even know for more than a day, just so I could get the fuck out. I lived there for a year. I came back, Whoa. and every time I come back, I am looking for my next way out. Um, so homesick? No, I don't. I don't even like visiting anymore. Like that's that's how what bad are, it's
2: gotten. What are we uh, talking about? Being <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just kind of jumped back in there. Are you home? Are you homesick, Riley? Am I homesick? Um, so. It's starting to kind of shift for me. I've only been here for a little over a year now in Iowa. Um, I'd say the better half of last year, yes, I was. Um, the house I had before this place was a lot nicer. It was in a smaller area that was a lot quieter. And, you know, I've lived in the city before, so it wasn't like too big of a change for me to come back to the city. But I definitely preferred my situation where I was at then over now for the longest time i think with the, it's actually weird because the, the last like two weeks i've been thinking about this um i feel like i'm finally starting to settle where i'm at like it doesn't really bother me being away from home good as much now um, when i do go back though all of those feelings still kind of flood back like i just want to move back like i i hate iowa i hate dubuque <laughs> um but when i look at what's my home's kind of town has kind of become I feel like I'm better off just not being there right now like sure. I mean cuz Dan- Danville is just kind of like 10 years behind the rest of the world I feel like
0: um yeah that's I do Cape have a Brenton lot of right friends in- what's that? I said that's Cape Breton Island right there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I I feel like you know I I'm probably better off where I'm at now cuz the main reason I came out here was cuz I was having a kid and oh no shit yeah i just had my first kid last year so and my main goal with that was like i don't want to raise my kid around here like i'm just yeah this is a terrible place to raise a kid like i I just don't want any part of that so smart decisions were made yeah very big decisions were made and i got a really good job offer um i was i'm a mechanic full-time that's my that's my career oh yeah no Uh, way yeah and uh, i was a a dodge mechanic for a while i worked at this dodge dealership for like four years and i floated around through positions there and then i kind of maxed out where i was and the place was just a piece of shit it was falling apart it was kind of like your apartment building (laughs) wires in the wall and stuff like that like you know just holes in the roof like and they didn't want to fix the place so i just knew it was never getting better and then i got a job offer out here in a volkswagen dealership and i was like you know not exactly the first brand I would jump to but you know I'll give it a shot and you know where I'm at now I feel like I made the right move because now I work um, my work level has definitely escalated because I work on a harder car brand now and I think overall like all things considered I made the right decision I've definitely grown as a person and so has my fiance um, I'd say we're way better off than we were if a few slight things could change then it'd be better but um all things considered no i'm not as homesick anymore so
0: yeah yeah good that's good to hear it sounds like fucking like the right call was definitely made you get a happy wife have kid and you're just doing what's better for the all of you guys you know what i
2: mean yeah yeah i mean it's definitely not out of the question to maybe move back to that area one day but it's not going to be where i was that's you're, for sure
3: you're fucking mental i mean you're fucking. <laughs>
2: i do have a lot of family around that's the only reason i say that so (laughs) but i'm talking maybe like i don't know a decade or so i also have family in colorado here that's begging me to fucking move out there but i'm just like ah not yet i uh, i
0: i I hear you on that my like i'm as homesick as i am this is exactly where i'm supposed to be um i will well i can't say will but the plan is is in like 10, 15, maybe 20 years from now, I'll be going back to Halifax. There's some, there's some property at home that is going to be sold at some point in the next couple of years. And the money to that is going to go to some real estate to which I will rent out whilst being in, in uh, Toronto. And, uh, and uh, it'll pay for itself until uh, I decide to go back. And what I do for work here is something that I can just make a phone call. Like it's union. And I can just literally jump back home at any point and go to work back over there. And the longer I wait out here, the more I become like what they call a first pager in this union out there. So if I do I'll play my cards right and meet the right people and, and, you know, just look after my shit mentally and physically too, that's the idea in my later life will like, I'll get to crush that homesick feeling, you know what I mean? And so, and, and yeah. And, yeah, and, and in saying that, like, fucking if you guys wanted to go home or if i wanted to go home like it's a small planet airplanes are fucking quick and like there's not much traffic up there like if you needed to be anywhere you can <laughs> right, <there>. right yeah
2: that's yeah i mean for me and tyler it's only like a four and a half hour drive uh, to go back to where we were i mean it's it's kind of a long car ride but like i've just recently drove to Colorado like back in October and that was like 12 and a half hours a little so, longer yeah so like it, that ride doesn't feel as bad now but um I think Tyler agrees with me on this there's like, nothing it, there. there's nothing fucking there and every time I go back there to visit it's mainly for the sake of my kids so my kid can see like my grandmother and some of my other family oh sure 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 you know I just want them to be a part of her life too and vice versa so But like every time I go back, like it's great to see all my fucking friends and it's awesome. I spend time with them and other people and shit. But, like, just the place depresses the fuck out of me. And it just yeah. looks worse every time I'm there. So. When,
4: when you go to Danville, the minute you, like, drive and you're actually in Danville, gravity gets two times heavier. Yeah, just, <laughs>
1: just the, the weight of
2: everyone's problems. Yeah. The oppressive weight of just, like, ah. I yeah. just feel more and more oppressed the farther you Danville. <laughs> yeah. I swear, dude, it's like... It's like fuck, man. Like I feel like that guy getting shot over there is my problem. Of <laughs> part of this like, I don't know, what did I do? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Uh, back, shit, back home, it's uh the crime's not so bad there. The back home, it's um, you know, fucking Halifax is a small, it's the capital of Nova Scotia. It's a small place, population maybe 150, 20,0. 000. There's only there's just under a million in Nova Scotia, uh, period and like uh cape breton island is so rural like uh you drive there's got you got access one bridge one lane bridge and you can either go left or right <laughs> and uh, the, uh with each stretch of highway where there's nothing around there's like a fishing town and then one goes by and it's another fishing town with a dock and then another one like you know what i mean and all the way around this big ass island is like that and um everyone seems to be happy there for the most part. There's zero work unless you fish or hunt or a carpenter or something like that, Um, to which none of them I am, but um, (laughs) there's the sounds of, that's what I miss about it the most is there's the sounds of the place. Like how far can you go into the woods and like hear silence and no ambulances and no crickets go on. Like, you know, the the crunch of like a dirt road as opposed to like the tarmac of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah,
4: I'm gonna have to, I'll rent from
1: you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that sounds nice to me, <laughs> you'll be
0: for rent, boys. And I, I do short term rent too if you if you're interested. That's the plan uh, with this house that I'm them. gonna buy. I actually I do
2: have a cousin that is a dual citizen. He, he met his wife when he was in, he visited Canada, or I think they met online or something like that. And they he kind of bounced back and forth between Canada and the United States for a couple of years until they let him get citizen or dual citizenship there and here um and he seems to fucking love it i honestly can't blame him i mean i just want to go there for the health care honestly
0: <laughs> we got some <laughs> wicked ass health care dude
2: like that's probably the one thing about canada i'm jealous of is i wish the u.s would get their shit together and just do that because health care here fucking sucks i'd say it
0: but it's true
3: yeah, what I'm... is your favorite part about living in canada
0: my favorite th- part about living in Canada is that... Uh, what is my favorite part about living here? I can't give you the whole because it's free and it's nice bullshit. Everyone hears that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's a lot of opportunity here in terms of what you want to do for work. That's even horseshit too. <laughs> <laughs> I've Okay, I, okay. So there's some, um, one of the things that I did in a a lifetime ago was work for big oil, like places like Syncrude and CNRL who pump out like bitumen and shit. And I used to survey at the beginning of my career, being out in the wilderness and that kind of stuff. And I was in high bush Canada and I'm for sure. have seen some sites that I guarantee you no other human has like seen with their own eyes before, like just walking over crests of cliffs and seeing like just uh just like something like the Athabasca River just open up and you can just see horizon on top of fucking like you can just see the planet in front of you. And I've been to a lot of places in on this on in this world so far, and I've yet to see some shit as cool as what you can see up here in Canada, particularly in the north. I haven't gone as far as um like the Yukon and the territories and shit. Maybe one day I actually would like to check it out. I don't think there's much there other than what I was just talking about. But I'm very happy to be in a place with like that has so much untouched area. I'm happy to be in a place that like has is, that has so much landmass that hasn't been touched by human people, period. Even though I was hunting for big oil and stuff like that, like this place is fucking massive. And, uh, and like there's just so much there in terms of what's left of natural earth. You know what I mean? I maybe Russia could, would be another thing too, but I like to be able to think that like one day. I could just kind of go anywhere in this country and see something that no one else has ever seen before. It's big enough where that's the case. That's nice, awesome. Man. Man. Yeah, it's
3: honestly beautiful, man.
0: Yeah, this place is pretty fucking sweet, man. Like, have you got you guys have never come up here before? I, I, I
2: haven't. I've wanted to for a while, but I don't even own a passport yet, so I it's it's a it's on the bucket list, you know. Like, I yeah. Definitely Travel to another country Canada probably being the easiest first one to do oh Um, it's a no-brainer definitely come out here man
3: the closest I ever got to leaving the states and going to Canada was I had a girlfriend at the time who lived in Edmonton and I was like in Oregon I was like right fucking there and I just didn't so you know I I honestly kicked myself in the ass for not going up uh and I hear a lot of great things about Canada, honestly. Compared to not, you know, compared to the states, the states are just it's an absolute shit show over here at the moment. Yeah,
2: like ninety percent of the time, it never stops. (laughs) Inflation's like hella fucking crazy over here right now. It's bad here too, boys. uh, It's 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 like crippling going to the grocery store and spending like three hundred dollars on food that used to be half the price of that and on nothing like, spending on nothing on nothing at that mm-hmm. too it's like this is enough for a week and like i mean we were talking about this before we even started earlier just the price of fucking the eggs, eggs.
3: mason is really oh, upset oh, about I
1: eggs.
2: Too. Eggs. I too. <laughs> It's you go to the store you go to like a walmart here and it's like that's supposed to be one of the cheaper places and it's like eight dollars for a carton of a dozen and a half
0: eggs, and you should be fucking pissed off about the prices of eggs. <laughs> like, <and Yeah>. fucking
2: <laughs> <him>. <laughs> like not even like four months ago, you could go to the store and it'd be it, like a dollar fifty nine for the same thing. It's like, and so we finally cracked the code earlier because I'm just like, I gotta find out what this fucking inflation's about. So I got on Google and looked, and apparently there was a huge avian flu epidemic in 2022 that killed off like a lot of farms where you know really. A lot of the, yeah, where a lot of the poultry was the egg layers, I guess I'll call them. I don't know what the proper terminology is, but Hems. that's that's chickens. yeah, that is the culprit to why eggs at least are so expensive right now. Cause it killed off a lot of the egg-laying chickens.
0: Dude, so. fucking everything everything like inflation everywhere is just fucking bonkers crazy. I can't go anywhere without like dropping like mega amounts on the smallest amount of shit. Like yeah. you know, my my, yeah. my grocery run was at like just astronomical for what it was and it was a half a shopping bag of shit for like 80 fucking dollars i'm just like man what what in the fuck and when things start to balance out or however they balance out and whenever that will be i kind of wonder if those prices will dip again like our gas isn't too bad now but um but like food is fucking crazy now that we're on the topic, I've always wanted to ask someone that lived in Canada this. Dude, do you guys
4: have, like, American bacon there? Like, like pork belly? Like, thick bacon? <laughs> well, no, because like, I swear yeah. to God, I watch, like, if you go over to, like, Asia, they say it's bacon and it's ham, and it's not, like, thick-cut, crispy bacon like we got here. Like, you guys hey, got bacon like that? You're talking, like, pea meal bacon?
0: I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I've been eating it lately. <laughs> I've been eating it lately. So we have awesome rasher bacon, and, like, which I like, like, super burnt. And then there's, like, the thick-cut bacon. Which yeah, we call thick p- yeah, thick stuff. Which is, we call it p meal, p a okay. meal, and uh, and and you can get it in like grilled cheese with like awesome fucking like rye toast and shit and in a restaurant and fucking oh yeah. All right, and, I can come up there now. <laughs> oh man, fuck it's it's what's been on the menu for like the last couple of weeks. It's like oh Hell yeah, it's fucking stupid delicious, right? <laughs> and there's like there's a ratio of like how much butter per uh like thick p meal bacon that there needs to be too because the two yeah. of them the two of them do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you guys would love the fucking cuisine out here too i gotta try myself you know what um i hear a lot about this olive garden shit and fucking oh, my <laughs> God. God. oh. The,
3: breadsticks. the breadsticks yeah it's the breadsticks and the unlimited salad are what's up but like the food is not good it the is food is shit
0: eh
2: I used to work at an Italian restaurant back in the day that was like Chicago style deep dish pizza, and you could say it was like a little bit better than higher class. Like a lot of the people I worked with, they said it was better than Olive Garden, and a lot of the guys that worked there used to work at an Olive Garden, and they said like it's garbage. It's literally like microwave pasta. So oh. it's just a,
4: it's just a meme. I think like yeah, I don't know. it's
2: really <laughs> it's really not that great. To it's be
4: mediocre. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, not ask you too as well. What's what's a donair like donair shops?
0: I was just gonna know? bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> so donairs are for people with ironclad stomachs that don't break down. <laughs> okay. Um. So, so like you know what a gyro is?
4: A gyro, yeah. yeah. A
0: gyro, a gyro, a gyro. Um. Yeah. The, um. It's 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 like shaved. Uh, fuck! It's like shaved beef, essentially. It's like
4: lamb. Or yeah injured.
0: that well it's lamb if it's it depends on like the place where you're getting it from it's not actual lamb It's pretty fucking processed shit when it comes on a big spit like a big round cylinder spit with a spike going right through it and it just sort of yeah. spins around okay. in the same fashion that like chicken shawarmas do yeah. <clears throat> and uh you just sort of shave it down over here if they come in um you know what in 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 most of Canada you cannot get air, it's only in the maritime provinces Nova Scotia, specifically, is where Donair started. Oh, OK. And uh, King, King O Donair was the name of the place, It is the name of the place. And they serve it on a pita with, like, a garlic, a sweet garlic sauce, lathered usually. And it's just onions and diced tomatoes. And it's very, very cheap even to this day. Like, you can still go there and get, like, a big-ass fucking Donair with a mountain of the shaved shit on top of it. And you wrap it up, and you stuff it in your drunk face hole and the next the, ne- <laughs> the next day is like the worst but it right. is it is fucking tasty though boys it is I really see. really good should I you guys say,
4: because i'm like i'm like i i still am but i used to be absolutely obsessed with trailer park boys that's all the canada knowledge i have is <laughs> came from that show oh yeah
0: i've got a great trailer park Boys story
2: you do oh yeah really? oh, so oh, those shit.
0: boys i've seen i've i've met all of those guys oh no oh, that's shit.
2: awesome yeah they're
0: from they're all from halifax that's my thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you'll get a kick out of this. So, um, uh, j- the actor who plays Jim Leahy is a very, oh, uh, is a very uh reputable um method actor in Halifax. Like I used to work at Neptune Theater. He's done tons of shows, um, working at Nep- Th- Neptune Theater over the years, and um, and he's just like a known fa- uh, figure, uh John Dunsworth. And mm-hmm. um, there was one year, one time, long time ago. I was uh, recording some music in a studio in the North end with a buddy of mine and it's late in the evening and uh, I go to take a break to walk out of the studio and I go outside in the parking lot to have a smoke. And I walk up the door and it's a wide ass parking lot and like not a lot of things going on there. Cause it was a Sunday or something. And there in the middle of the fucking parking lot is John Dunsworth, but he's fully dressed as Jim Leahy
1: and he's, <laughs> and he, and he's
0: fucking loaded <laughs> and he come, and he like not and, and he comes up to me and he's asking for a cigarette and he's doing like fucking lazy show like on a little Leahy show. And yeah. <laughs> he he he's been sober for years and years and years. So I knew he wasn't drunk. And so I was like, is he just on set looking around? And like, am I in the middle of like a production kind of thing? And there was no one about. I come to find out that uh like in a couple of years later that he's been known for like showing up in spots in full Leahy and just like fucking with the public and doing that just, stuff. And so he happened awesome. to be that's in cool. that, he happened to be in that parking lot while I was there. I've seen, <laughs> I've cool. seen, um, I've seen Tyrone. You guys remember Tyrone, J- the rock pile, J-Rock yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. friend Tyrone. I've, I've like bumped into him buying booze in, 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 uh, in like uh, in Larry Utec. He's been in, I've stood in line with him. I've met um, uh, who was in fucking town. Um, someone, was doing a concert. Was it Guns N' Roses? Uh no, Sebastian Bach.
1: Bach. yeah. Sharp. Sharp. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
0: Sebastian Bach was in town and and the and the trailer park boys did a spot uh in on the concert stuff and so like they were backstage pounding around. Sebastian Bach's a dickhead by the way. Really? And, <laughs> yeah. And uh but yeah that's a thing like fucking I everybody from homes run into those boys at some point.
2: That's so that's cool. awesome. Yeah actually yeah. yeah. I did meet John Dunsworth and Pat Roach when they did their tour. Mm-hmm. I've seen him twice live. The first time that I saw them was um, in a city close to where we used to live. And it was actually on my 22nd birthday. And I convinced Leahy to pull me up on stage and say happy birthday to me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, dead serious. And it was after the show, like when they were doing the meet and greet. So it wasn't during their set, unfortunately. But I was still just like the opportunity. I was really thankful for it because like, the security guard wasn't about to let me on stage, and then like, like he kind of just looked at Leahy, and Leahy looked at him, and he's just like, "Get him up here." Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> <way good. laughs> It was, it was fucking awesome, and I got to like get a bunch of pictures with him and Randy. And then uh the second time I saw them, a buddy of mine actually lit a joint, and- lit a joint, and handed it to Leahy, and Leahy was smoking it on stage, and he was just like, "Holy fuck, this is some good shit." And he had to like put it out real quick and. Actually, Tyler and his brother actually got on stage with them for some bit. I want to say
3: Jordan. Jordan got a, a a shot taken out of his belly button, like an. Bylay, he yeah, uh, by What Leahy, they, they poured vodka in my brother's belly button without a shot glass or anything, and he took a shot out of out of my brother's belly button. Uh, we took our clo- like our shirts off, and then Randy pulled us up on stage. Uh, I I thought the best part of that show was Randy being on stage and then Leahy, like busting through the crowd, just absolutely quote unquote oh. tanked. Yeah, that yeah. would have been, been fucking was sick. A hell of a show, man. I'm so sad he's fucking gone, man. Yeah, you know?
0: that was that was a total fucking shame. You know.
2: Yeah, I've always wondered like how big the Trailer Park Boys culture actually is in Canada. I mean, I'm sure it's fucking huge.
0: But... They are they they are a national treasure. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, and,
2: I, and i love that too because yeah. i've been watching trailer park boys since like i want to say 2010 like i found out about them in high school like early on when it was on netflix yeah and i was just fucking obsessed for a while like i would watch that shit like get stoned and watch that shit like every day with my buddies and
0: i fucking know, uh i fucking um i bought an I, I bought a carbon legacy amplifier off the mustard tiger
2: what uh, yeah
4: philadelphia yeah philadelphia, <laughs> Collins. philadelphia Collins.
0: I, I didn't even know who it was at the time or i knew who it was as soon as i saw him but i didn't know i was buying it it was a good i don't know if you guys have good a your facebook marketplace thing and oh, fucking oh, yeah. me and my friend went to go drive down and we went to like a place off of fucking outside the halifax and pull into his drive and there's the mustard tiger and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> is that fucking who I think it is? And we didn't, we didn't sell it. Like we went and like, his place was full of fucking cool ass shit. It was full of fucking awesome stuff, guitars and all this sort of, and he was just, he was just like a hustler on Facebook, on this Kijiji thing, right? Like selling and buying and selling, buying and selling. And and we just weren't like giving it up that we knew who he was. And, and, uh, and he was at the end of it. He was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Philadelphia Collins. I'm like, I know, man, I know we didn't want to say anything, but I know this is fucking awesome. that guy was a total gentleman too. He was a really fucking sweet guy. yeah (laughs) yeah
2: me and mason always quote the the peanut butter and (laughs) jv
0: with jacob and shit yeah Yeah.
2: what are you looking (laughs) at my gut for
1: (laughs) dude
0: that fucking thing is just as big in person as it is on tv it is it is fucking massive
2: that's awesome yeah
0: um but listen boys i'm uh before my internet shits the fucking bed again i think i'm gonna let you guys go i uh i really had a fucking blast talking to you guys i'm glad this went down the way it did i um i, I knew just sitting across from you dudes that it would just be a nice seamless fucking conversation as if i was there um i'm super happy you guys took the time to sit down and finally worked out um, I look forward to talking to you guys and figuring out how the fuck I'm going to get out there or when, because I would love to do that. I want to come over. And so, Absolutely. uh, let, let, let's make it work it out. But, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this boys. I really do appreciate it. It's nice
3: to meet you. Thomas, thank thank you. you. Thank you so much for your time, man. And you're welcome to America any fucking point in time, dude. Yeah. We got a place for you. Just come on out, dude. Just Uh, let me know. Give me like a week's notice and I got you.
0: All right. We'll figure this shit out, boys.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) All
3: right. Take care. Thank you so much for your time. See you, man. All right, boys. (laughs) I'm
0: fucking super happy with the way that went down. Fuck yeah, man. I felt like I was right there in front of them. That just went seamless. It was fucking great. I had an awesome time. I really hope you guys did too. The boys of Men of Misfortune are fucking just awesome people. And if you like what you saw there, be sure to check out all their shit in the description below. They're on Spotify. They got the Instagrams going. Those guys just know how to push themselves. Um, again, you'll find all the stuff in the description. I'll leave it all there for you guys to go and find and digest and just be wildly entertained. It is super cool fucking shit. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And while you're at it, please show a visit Radio some love. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram... Twitter. If you like the radio stuff, I have a two-hour DJ spot at uh, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. EST over at MetalDevastationRadio.com. It's just me and a microphone talking some microphone shit and playing a whole bunch of awesome metal, man. It's a, it's a great, genuine time over there, just as much as it is a genuine time here, just as much as it is over at the Men of Misfortune world over there. And so, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Thomas. This is A Vista Radio, and I'll catch you guys on the next interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>